nasty land lovers, this here be the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. This be an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. This be the first thoughts episode where we give our first thoughts of the amazing Once Upon a Time episode we just be a-watching. Well, I was watching with me good eye, so I'll do the best I can. And now we be sailing for Once Upon a Time treasure, so climb aboard. Here is our captain and first mate of the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Captain, permission to come aboard? Permission granted. But again, watch out for those flying monkeys. They're, they're flying monkeys about. Don't be bringing them aboard. No. They will never pass our TSA line no. checking. No. We will check them. They don't need to get in the TSA line. They got their own wings. Right. But they still have to pass through our... Well, they would never pass the checkpoint. Detector. They would need to come to the checkpoint. Welcome all to another Once Upon a Time fan podcast podcast episode. My name is still Jeff Roney. And <laughs> As I, if it might have changed between just, last week and today. You never know. With all these flying monkey problems, people changing around, oh, I'm true. just saying. Yeah. Or Zelina shape-shifting, you never know. True, true. So I'm just letting everybody know. I'm still Jeff Roney. Okay. And I'm joined by the wonderful... Wonderful? Wonderful. Wow. <laughs> I'm joined by... What's in that water bottle again? Water. Good. Yeah. Special water? No. Fire water? No. Not even <laughs> smart water. I, I drank smart water. It hasn't helped a bit. No. I am joined by Colleen Roney, and the first dog lady is yes, down there. She's arranging her blanket she's so she can get comfortable. Her blankets. I am trying to catch some kind of a cold, and my right ear keeps stopping up and then unstopping. So, oh, super. Yeah, it's weird. But anyhow, welcome everyone, and we will be discussing the episode "A Curious Thing." <laughs> And when I was typing in the title for the show notes, <laughs> Adobe Audition, uh-huh. I typed in a curious thong <laughs> by mistake. And so I changed it back to a curious thing. Yeah, that's good. Because there is no real thong that we're aware of in this episode. No. So just keep in mind now, after this episode, we only have three more. Dude episodes after this and that means two weeks more because the second week from now we'll have two episodes yeah so they they said it was a two-hour finale but actually it's the final two episodes yeah one after the other right i'm, I'm gonna tell you it, i i don't know how that's gonna work it's gonna be interesting i will probably have to take the monday off after that because we'll be up most of the night recording maybe yeah anyway yeah. i i don't want to keep keep talking about that but i mean it is three more episodes and i know wow i know so this is episode this is podcast episode number 223 mm-hmm. show notes can be found at once upon a time podcast.com slash two two three what an episode. Yes. All kinds of different things yeah. going on. The subtitle of this episode is Curses, 
Flying Monkeys and Fractions, oh my. Yes. So let's jump in. It was nice to see Philip and Aurora yes. in that early scene. Yes. With the hooded, mysterious rider, rider coming which, to bring news. Yes, which I didn't know if it was way, way back snow because mm-hmm. it looked similar to snow. I knew it was a, fi- a woman. I almost said female and woman, feminine. It was, <laughs> we're having What's trouble. What's in your water? <laughs> it's Diet Coke. Okay. But anyway, I I knew it was a woman. I just didn't know who it was. And mm-hmm. then I went, ah, Belle, Belle, Belle would be the most obvious so choice. Belle is filling in all the gaps of what mm-hmm. happened with Neil and Rumpel. A little bit, yeah. And it was interesting. Charming said, when you and Neil disappeared, we feared the worst. Right. And that reminded me of a line from A New Hope mm. when there was a rebel commander, Willard who hugged Princess Leia when she arrived on the fourth moon of Yavin. And he said, you're safe. And I think he said something else. But anyway, the only script I could find online, it said, you're safe. We had feared the worst. But mm. I think he said something else in there. But anyway, he might have. same thing. So we, I know it didn't happen, or it might still, is that it well, all depends on the end result of these flying monkey things that we'll talk about at the end right but i thought that maybe they would switch babies aurora's baby was snows oh interesting Uh, again it's just my crazy thought so well and at this point we're are we do we even know where aurora's baby is i i don't know i think she's had the baby yet i have no idea she didn't look very pregnant Mm. so either she had the baby or she's just not as far along as we had thought she was. I don't I would know. Have, I would have expected to see, you know, Aurora either very, very pregnant or having a baby in her arms, kind of. That's what I would have expected. But We have seen very interesting things with the title cards. Yes, we and have. And we've seen certain things f- fly into the screen, and I think the shadow flew into yeah. the screen and became all black. Yeah. And so tonight we saw another version of this. A flying monkey flying came monkey. through the O yeah. and flew toward yes. us. Yes. Crumpy's back. Yes, he is. And we see the war table again, the war council, war council mm-hmm. room. Yep. And there was no no Archie Hopper, nope. no Jiminy Cricket there. No. A lot of the other ones obviously aren't there. Right. But Grumpy was there. And so was Granny. Granny. Knitting. And we, we talked about this before. Granny is knitting a new blanket for Snow's, Snow's baby. baby. Looks like, yeah. Or maybe it's Aurora's baby, but my money's going on Snow's baby. Yeah, possibly. That's, that's at that point in time, is like, what's supposed to be eight months later or something like that? Yes. Yeah. So that being the case, yeah, I'm betting it was for Snow's baby, actually. So yeah, Grumpy was there. There was it looked no like it was blue or purple. I can't. Yes. I couldn't tell the color really. So if that's the case, I'm wondering if they're in a. If me- if memory color. serves, purple is royalty. Purple it's is royalty. That's, why, royalty. that's why Emma's white blanket had a purple yes. ribbon through it. Yep. So uh, Grumpy was back. We did see him. There was no Doc. Nope. And we did see Doc initially in season one, in that War Council room. Mm-hmm. So Snow brought out something interesting. She goes, again, I'm giving birth. 
where an evil sorceress is threatening the future of my child. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> she Regina, just can't take a break. No, she can't. She can't catch she a break. She can't and, get a break. And, and Regina's response was, to be fair, I was aiming for you. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Which was even funnier. So I, Regina had some very good snappy one-liners to she d- And I, I did not have time to write all of them down, but believe me, there are a bunch oh, yeah. of great Regina lines tonight. Oh, totally. So Zelina is so powerful that none of the fairies that Grumpy went to... Right. Could find any enchanted objects to stop her. Right. But we'll talk about an enchanted object that can stop her. And I'll just say this right now. Brad was right. Okay. If you listen to our podcast, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about already. Okay. So we'll we'll get there at the end. All right. It's interesting that Rumpel warned the Charmings before about Regina. And Regina said, well, basically, how did you know? Yeah, how'd you know it was coming? And so they said, well, let's go to Rumple again. Yeah. And he'll, he'll clue us in on what's going on. Deja vu. Deja vu. And Robin Hood and his... First of all, it, it was kind of cute because it does follow the the way a relationship happens. Maybe it's in a younger age bracket, but in an early relationship, there's this kind of bothersome talking whether you you pull on the girl's ponytail or you slug her in the shoulder in Mm -hmm. school Mm -hmm. you know i like you but i'm kind of bothering you right so i kind of stand out so it's kind of that kind of back and forth going back and forth and so robin hood early on in the fairy tale land you know regina said what are you doing here and he said say (laughs) saving your ass your arse well, no, he said "oss," but anyway. But anyway, yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't have wrote that down. I thought it was funny at the time, but anyway, present Storybrook said when they were discussing things, and Robin asked her whether they were making out in the back little hallway there. Yeah. Oh, young love. Remember back so, in high school? Yep. You could never get into the house. Nope. You were stuck in the car for a long time. Oh, yeah. Did you Constantly sleep? Couldn't sleep. Had no... Couldn't get enough. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And 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 I remember out in front of a house, and the, the mother turned the light on and off. It's like, okay, you got, <laughs> you got to let her come in now. Yeah. Time to... You Time need to, to go say home. goodnight. Let's right. end this here before it turns into something So, else. I mean, that's, that's kind of what this is It was is very like. cute. You it know, was you, very, very cute. You know, and um, so... When Regina was talking to Robin in that little hallway there, she said, what do you see in me? A second chance. Mm-hmm. And one of the big questions was, is uh, Twitter gets in a Twitter these mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. after most of the episodes. Yeah. And one of the big questions is, well, you know, why is Regina in love with Robin? She can't feel she has no heart. And it was almost like the writers kind of, saw that coming yeah and so they said well we'll write this in the episode and again all i'm doing is covering the episode i know that people have all kind of different feelings about all kind of different things that's cool that's fine but 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 remember what snow said to her last week 
In the episode last week, Snow looked at her and said, I know you, Regina. You feel things mm-hmm. deeply right. with every part of with your, your being, soul. with your soul. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just her heart that feels. Yeah. It's her also her soul. And yeah. right now, when her soul is feeling this, can you imagine what her... And she even said it. Wait till my heart... Wait till I get my heart back. You think well, it's good now? Wait till, you get, wait till I get my well, heart I, back. Yeah, I, I kind of knew what that meant. It meant oh. this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Regina. I know what you're talking about. Let's get your heart back. Let's find it. Let's go through the traps in the underground. All right? I'll go with you. I'll just keep my distance. You know, we'll get yeah. your heart back. Okay. All right, so anyway. But, the, but, 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 the, but that's the response. That's all but I'm the, saying. The, 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 the. <laughs> that's what we're doing. No, okay. What I was going to say is... <laughs> I'll play more of the song. No, please don't. That's quite all right. No, what I was going to say is they understand this and they get this because, again, Regina is is different than the average person. Just like Snow is different from the average average person. Just like Emma is very different from the average person. Yes. So when you got these three very powerful women who have something very different and special and unique about them, naturally you're going to have... You know, right. something unusual. And that's why with Regina, the rules of whatever don't necessarily always apply to her. Same for Snow and Emma. Yes. Right? So therefore, Regina does feel, and because she feels with her whole being, her whole soul, even though she doesn't have her heart inside right now, oh my gosh. Well, she even just mentioned that. I mean... I know, that's what I'm know, saying. Can, can He said, well, can you feel without your heart? And she said, well, yes. So she answered the question. Yeah. All right, uh, and then we see a little foreshadowing Robin gave to us, and he said, well, you can use mine for the both of us for now. Right. So we'll tuck that away for later as things progress. Right, right. And then you may hear I may have a bit of a problem, but I'm not going to run to Twitter and go harangue Adam no, no, over no, no. this. No, I'm no. just I have my little problems. Yeah. So Regina the Sawyer, if you have watched Lost, yes, she has these wonderful singers, and she calls Hook the Handless Wonder, and that's not nice the, because the one hand wonder. I thought no, she called the handless handless wonder. Okay, maybe. And the, the, it's not fair because he no, does have one hand. He does. And if you look at Mister Gold Shop, you'll find his other hand. I'll bet yeah, somewhere, somewhere in there, probably. somewhere. But yeah, so. no, that was really kind of mean and yet funny at the same time. And But what bothered me about that whole scene is I'm like, you guys, Hook is very reliable. Why aren't you guys worried about him? Why aren't you guys looking for him? Right. I know he can take care of himself, but don't you think that that's a little odd that he knows you're supposed to meet and you guys don't like think to say, hey, maybe something's happened to him? But this happens all the time. It's mm-hmm. never the complete group. It's like no, this mini course. group. And then they always say, wait a minute. We haven't heard from blue. Wait a minute. We haven't heard from Rumple. Wait a minute. We haven't heard from Zelina. What's going on? You know, and it's just like they're, they're so focused on something. And then somebody goes, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> just right. I need some wait a minute music. But no. anyhow, so they discuss what the big problem is. And, they say, well, Emma, you're the savior. And she says, well, I, I still don't know what the problem is. And so Regina said, it's belief. Yeah. And then the first thing I thought it was, Henry does have the heart of the truest believer. So I was kind of there pretty quickly. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. then then Regina said, no, we have to have Henry believe. Right. And remember. 
And so they said, well, we need, we need the book. We definitely need the book. That helped you because they have that conversation. Yeah. And so they were leery about the book and the memories because of they've gone through, he's gone through some tough stuff mm-hmm. and good stuff. Right. And so it's kind of like we knew that this time would come because Hook had warned, had warned Emma, you can't live in this la-la land. Right. You cannot allow Henry to live the rest of his life with this lies. half half life and, and even a, a life of lies. But, you know, it, it's like it is like life. You know, you really want a good life. Sure. But within that good life, there's bad things that happen. Mm-hmm. And the good and the bad balance each other out sometimes and sometimes it's bad for a long time sometimes it's good for a while but you know that's life yeah there's yeah uh, you know so anyhow regina and zelina love the word wasted wasted talent wasted Mm -hmm. this wasted life Mm -hmm. and zelina said your lips are wasted you know right so anyway that sounds Which, bad, but I don't. I don't mean that. And they were no, drinking no, 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 and no, all no, that. No, 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 no. But they love that word, right? Wasted talent and all that kind of stuff. Right. All right. So, Rumple had two minds, which we kind of knew that, right? With the right blending together, right? Wait. <clears throat> so you just literally skimmed over the whole hook in the trunk? Well, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So the pimp mobile showed up again. The pimp mobile showed up. And I'm like, ooh, Rumpel's got the pimp mobile again. Yeah. Woohoo! And yeah. Hook is always in some type of a trailer or in a trunk. He, he's always he's captured and basically bound and gagged quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what to say about that. But and not in a good way. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, when he, when she pulled the the scarf out of his mouth, I was like, oh man, seriously. Well, she was mad. She was mad yeah. that he hadn't done what she basically. For, is forcing him to do. I'm like, how does she, does she really think he was just going to roll over and, okay, sure, I'm going to take away her magic so you can't, so she can't defeat you, please, right. really? Right. I still don't know how he never, um, he had all his memories and they didn't. That's going to be real interesting. True. I want, uh, I hope we see that because I'm sorry, I'm, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I, that just came to mind. Right. But anyway, so then when she, um, when she basically told him, "You better, you better do this, or else I'm going to start killing off everybody," and it is, I'm going to start with her kid. He, you could see he was just anguished because he doesn't want to do it because he knows it's the worst thing that he could possibly do. But he also knows that if he doesn't do it, and Zelina gets her hand hands on Henry, then it's curtains for Henry. So yes. So Glinda, the good witch, yes, was banished by who we don't know. Probably Zelina, I would think, to the north area of above the dark forest yeah now the the dark dark forest forest was mentioned in the wizard of oz film possibly the story i believe so yes so then there's this door mentioned yes and only the pure of heart can go through this door right and it reminded me initially of the indiana jones and the last crusade these type of booby traps and right that kind Only of a thing. Only penitent man shall pass. Right. And also the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland door yes. in Absolutely. the forest. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yes. Yeah. But. 
with but in that case there were two doors. Yes, true, absolutely. But, but I love that mm-hmm. they kind of borrowed that same principle for this as well. Which actually when they arrived or they arrived remind me a lot and I mean a lot of um the um of Narnia. Right. And it's that's what I wrote down as well cuz the frozen banished kind of yeah, yeah. cursed in right. a way. Right. So right. yes, and Henry's book was not in Gold Shop, which nope. again we've kind of joked that it was the lost and found of Storybrooke. <laughs> That's where all the stuff right. went. Right, but remember, you know. and I, and we talked about this too. Mary Margaret said that it just appeared in her closet yes. one day. Yep, she never knew where it came so, from. So, oh, so you want to talk about that at this point? We're skipping ahead no, a bit. No, 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 no. All right. So Regina said we all need to believe again. Yeah. And believe is one of those themes that, you know, Adam and Eddie put in the, it's very important to them. So Henry's voice is changing by gum. Oh, yeah. Hi. He's, he, he, he's, he's got the Peter Brady. He's got the Peter Brady going on. <laughs> when it's time to change. I, I didn't have time to look for that clip. But anyway. Oh, dude. You, if, Such if a you, classic, classic episode. You youngsters out there. You need to find that Brady Bunch where Bra- or P- Peter Brady's voice was changing. Yep. And they did that. Song. They always did this talent show to Make get money. money for something. <laughs> yeah. And they, they they never made enough mowing lawns or whatever around the no, house. No, of course not. So they always had to do some type of thing. One well. was an engraved serving dish or something. Yes, serving platter. I don't know what this was for. But anyway, they, I can't they did not remember what this was for either. I think it was did, broken something or other. Anyway. Yeah, but Peter could not. It was hard for him to sing because his voice was changing, and they worked it into their act. They actually rewrote Greg rewrote the yeah. song to be about his voice changing. Anyway. Yes. So the Cap Man returns. Cap Man. C A P. Yes, not cat. Not cap. Cat. Like we're on your head. Cap. Yes. So the Cat Man was sitting next yep. to Grumpy. Yeah. At Granny's. Mm-hmm. The first scene, he was one. He was two seats down. Yeah. The next <laughs> scene, the next, when you when you cut back to him, yeah. he was next to Grumpy. Yeah. So Grumpy, I think he's inching closer. Grumpy was sharing his food or something with him. I think which the was Catman nice. was eavesdropping on what was going on. He probably was. We did see the Game of Thorns again. Yes, we did. We haven't we did seen indeed. that for quite a while. Last time we saw that right. was when Red was still around. Right, right. No, um... Uh, yeah. So oh, season two. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. No. When uh, I was going to say, so Henry basically, you totally like skipped over the whole running out and talking to Emma. Right, and I forgot to write that down. But yeah, Emma just went off on Henry, and it shocked everybody. Yeah. I mean, Snow and Regina both kind of looked at her like, "Wait, whoa, that's totally not." normal and it's not for her to bark at him like that so that was kind of an interesting thing and i was like wow and he actually kind of went whoa too and he he realized something big was going on and that's why he kind of went okay yeah no i I got it can i have your keys so i can get my you know if i'm being if i'm being held prisoner i want to have my game and he used a word that was very very i mean the last time we heard that word prisoner was in i think the last episode or two when Bell was given Regina what for? Yeah. You held me prisoner. Right, right. So that's the last time we heard yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, 
That was uh, very un-Emma like. Yeah. Very, very, very not like her at all. No. And then he snuck up to the, you know, to the room mm-hmm. to go get his Game Boy, quote unquote. But I thought it was funny that he went inside the room and then less than two seconds later peeked back out, like as if anybody was following him, which I think is hilarious, right? Because nobody, of course, was. And then he snuck down the back stairs, and then that's when he tried to get into the car to, and then that's when we saw Game of Thorns, the Game of Thorns. Truck. Yes, that's right. And Hook was wanting him to go with him. On a little cruise to New York. I think he was really just protecting him, knowing what's yeah. going on. Because, right. again, Hook knows that he's supposed to kiss Emma to take away her magic. And that if he does, then Henry's a sitting... If he doesn't, Henry's a sitting duck. So in his mind, let's get Henry out of the picture, and then it's not a problem. Now, I did not say this at the beginning, but I will say this now. We will not be covering everything. And... I will also say this, is that we did see for the first time a boiling cauldron for the evil queen. Yeah. Which, again, is another tie-in to the Snow White animated story. There was actually one before that, or in season one, when she had the crazy cast of characters trying to cast the curse the first time. Okay, true. And she... she messed it up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Time. You're right. Yeah. And but this, it, I, I just, I saw it again, and I went, "Wow, it's another, you know, it's a nice little boiling cauldron yeah, there." It's a, it's a nice little nod. All right, uh, women in shoe boxes. Boy, David just had. <laughs> he, uh, why do you keep the shoe boxes? Wait, wait, Hook convinced Henry he had a different plan instead yeah, of right. driving the car to the nearest bus stop, which again is kind of funny because that's how Henry got to the. Right. Got to Boston in the first place as he took the bus. Correct. And then Emma driven back in the bug. Now he's going to drive the bug to the bus station, take the bus back to New York. That's a good point. Yep, yep. So it's a nice little that. reverse parallel that he doesn't even realize is a parallel. Yes. Um, reverse parallel, but it's still a parallel. And then Hook saying, I've got another alternative, and then raising that eyebrow. Mm, yes. That was very nice and tasty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's just beautiful. I can't well, help that. I, okay. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, getting a little, starting to get a little tiny crush on Robin a little bit there. Robin is a is a very noble, cool character. Oh, dude! I know he's taken a lot of heat on Twitter, and I, which is I like which the is character too bad because he's awesome. So and he's very easy on the eyes. And, and his son is just the cutest. Oh thing my gosh! Ever totally darling. Roland yeah, is a darling the, boy. Robin is the total package. Let me yeah. just tell you, he's the total yeah. package. All right. So David in the shoe boxes. He was wondering yeah. why women keep the shoe boxes. <laughs> and again, we have this timeless thing of be, thing between men and women. You know, I mean, I would ask David, why do you keep your computer and Xbox 360 boxes? You know, and he may say, well, I may want to return it. You never return it. <laughs> Yeah, when do you, you never, never return, return it? it? So anyhow, but but I love the I love the response. They need to be protected. <laughs> well, it's more powerful than true love. Footwear is more powerful than true love, and it has to be protected. And here I thought it was chocolate, but it's actually no, footwear. No. And uh, but there, I thought she said something about it's not. It's under certain circumstances where it's anyway. All anyway, right, but yeah. So. They look in this magical cedar box yeah. for the Emma Henry's like, oh, book. Maybe it's in here. And 
So Emma didn't see it, but then Snow did look again and did see it. So I was wondering if Emma didn't believe and couldn't see it like August's leg. Oh, maybe. It's a possibility. So I wouldn't be surprised. Or, or, or that book somehow is. It's enchanted. Maybe yeah, it's enchanted yeah, and yeah. it's only when Snow needs it or needs to have Henry believe because mm-hmm. it was used the first time. So clearly there's definitely something to that. Um, and what if the book is actually an enchant is, is like a person that's been enchanted? You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, it appeared, and that's when Snow was like, wait, did you just not see it? Did you really not see it? And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, okay, I just wanted to kind of make sure, because, you know. And there was a fantastic blog post. If you have not read it yet, you can read it about who wrote Henry's book. Yep. It's at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash Henry's book. Yeah. No apostrophe S, but it's Henry's book. Yes. All right. So anyway, so yeah, so that was an interesting conversation because, you know, here's Emma who believes, and we know she believes because she's practicing magic, but it's a means to an end. And so, and the fact is, is that the conversation was, it was a very interesting mother-daughter conversation. Yes. So your father mentioned that you were considering going back to New York when this is all over. You know, it's a and, rare. It's a rare thing. I don't know if it was the first time that she referred to David as your father to yeah. Emma, but yeah, I don't I, know. I, it really stood out to me this time. Yeah, it did too. It did to me too. But the other thing was, then she said, "Well, you know, we had a pretty good life." Yeah. So, right. I think it's interesting that she's referring to it as pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just pretty good. Yeah. It's not spectacular, and she's not saying it was awesome. One, I mean, she said it was really good at one point, but she's not saying it was like the best life ever, and I can't wait to get back. It's just we had a pretty good life there. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting that she's willing to just kind of throw away family for a pretty good life. Yep. To me, that's not worth throwing away for pretty good. It needs to be pretty ding-dang awesome, spectacular, beyond all expectations. To, yep. to to want to walk away from that. You yep. know what I mean? So now we know there's dark magic and now we know there's light magic. So it's very much like the force. Yes. The dark side and the light side of yes. the force. Yes. So Glenda, uh, Sonny Mabry. Hi, Sonny. Hello. Welcome to Once Upon a Time, Sonny. Mm-hmm. And she, Glenda said that Zelina was born... W- with great power. Yes. But there was also a pendant mm-hmm. that Glenda gave her. Yep. To help her focus the power. Yep. So in other words, Brad was right. Yep. Cuz that was one of his his things that he mentioned. He said, "I wonder if that pendant or a pendant was part of her right. power." Right. Cuz we made so. the comment a number of times that she's not with she's never without that. Yeah, right. So the fact that she has it there is definitely because remember that was one of the things that she said to her adoptive father. I or no to the to the wizard when she first went there. I just can't control it. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. So she has this power, but she can't control yep. it. So the fact that she can't control it means it's unpredictable, which means that it won't help her carry out her deepest, darkest desires. So if the pendant's gone, she's she has no control over the magic. So she, it may not work for her. It may be there. And even if it is, she doesn't have any way to really control it. And it also harkens back to Regina's comment about the hilt of the sword. She said right. it's a powerful totem. Yes. Or relic is another thing that they mention as well. So excellent. Let's keep moving forward. Okay. And it was interesting that when Regina was talking about the new after the curse, because David said, well, what about a portal, a magic bean? Do we have to use the heart of the thing you love right. most to redo this dark curse? Is that uh, Regina said, there's no more portals. Really, seriously, this time. <laughs> the realms have been divided and there's been a wall put between them. So I thought that was kind of yeah. interesting. Even though it seems like they're very open because we saw in the Rapunzel episode that, I mean, they were just kind of going into. But I think she meant between the Enchanted Forest Realm and our okay. world. Is what right. I, that's Got what it. I took yeah. it to mean. All right. That makes more sense. So then using David's heart, just like, wow. I mean, that's big. That would almost, I would say, lean into the death of a new major character. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would. Well, and yeah, but he didn't really die. I mean, he kind of right. did. He did. He technically right. did. So I think they were afraid to kind of float that out as, <laughs> well, you know, a little teaser are thing. Are you kidding me? Man, if they did that, can you look? I don't the even want to think over, about that. The firestorm over some of the stuff that happens in the show, yep. something like that would absolutely have the fandom just going bananas. So. The GPS that Emma has on her phone is stronger and faster than a locator spell. <laughs> well, you know, poor Regina. Actually, She's like, man, I'll, I will. I'll, let me get a locator spell going. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. I got GPS on my phone. Don't worry about it. It's faster, too. It's like, wow. Okay. So, all right. Now, we're the happy. He's at the dock. He's at the dock. We're the happy, shiny podcast most of the time. I have a couple of things. I have uh, a little sigh-worthy things. This is one of them. Did they kill the flying monkeys when they shot them? I mean, didn't they shoot them with arrows or almost or something well, before? I, think, I and... think maybe they just didn't hit them is the okay. point. Okay, That's my, my guess. Right. I guess nobody had guns. Fair enough. In the enchanted well, and forest. And Regina last time didn't just throw the fireball at one. She turned it into a stuffed monkey to give to Roland. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's not like she didn't try. Yeah. But, yeah. I was just kind of perplexed because they're just, you know, scary and all this kind well, of the stuff. Whole, the whole hook, let's yeah. kind of step back a little bit. Hook yeah. at the dock with Henry was kind of funny. Right. And the whole, oh, this is my friend, Mr. Smee. Like from Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. You remember? Mm hmm. Yeah, I've seen the movie, like, which I thought was hilarious. And, of course, Hook didn't have a chance to tell me, yeah, he doesn't remember you. So kind of keep that on the QT there. Yeah. But that was a funny little exchange. And then um, 
uh, his explanation. Yeah, Smee is a very popular name <laughs> in seafaring circles. I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway, um, the whole he was going to have Smee take him to New York, mm-hmm. which actually kind of ties in with what you were talking about earlier about the whole wall between the rubs, which is why I'm saying that it has to be between our world and that yeah, world. Yeah, you're right. And, because, and it makes sense. The, the portal right, and all that. Hook, so, yeah. But again, again, Regina saying we don't have any more portals. That's yeah. not true because Hook made it and he's not, he was never part of that, the second curse. Well, he, and ironically, he was never part of the first or second curse. We, we have kind of surmised that that ship was actually I mean, the, the ship, ship went through portal. the portal, but oh, okay, let's nah, just leave it there. Yeah. Uh, somehow, right. somehow, Hook manages to find other portals. Hook is magical. Hook and is he pretty, just, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is very so, magical. Then we have this really great scene between Henry and Emma, and, you know, where. Wait, wait. The whole monkeys come after him, and he's like, right. whoa, what is that thing? And I love the fact that he trusts. Killian enough when Killian says go with Mr. Smee and right, don't right. don't come out no matter what happens we got to get him to the boathouse don't come out whatever ha- whatever you hear which is you know when you, you, somebody says something like that you kind of go wait a minute whatever right. whatever I hear no matter what I hear what so Henry followed you know willingly because he trusts Killian which is very funny compared to the first time they met when he <laughs> he like asked him why he was dressed like that and I turned around and goes, why are you dressed like that? Right, right. I still love that. I think that's one of the funniest exchanges ever. But anyway, so that whole thing in the boathouse where, you know, he starts shooting and then he manages to shoot at least two of them. While this is all going on and then Emma comes in and she starts shooting monkeys and they're all, you know, coming after the monkeys. And then David throwing his sword, which was very right. much like, like Emma. Like the pilot. Right. And Emma. Right. And Emma throwing it at... Um, what's her face? Well, and then also now Regina throwing the so, dagger at Zelina. Charming threw the sword at, at Regina. The, Regina initially in the right, pilot. Right. Then Emma threw the sword at the dragon. Right. That's what in, I, that's I think. The land to. without magic, I believe. One um, of those. But yeah, point yeah. is, is that yeah, Emma's yeah. done it. Charming's done it, and even Regina just did it uh, last episode, yeah. episode before. But anyway. That was a whole, like, epic, whoa, dude, that would have freaked any kid out, right? And then when she had to have that conversation of, um, do you trust me? But here's the thing I kept thinking the entire time that this was going on. I'm going, if they're killing those monkeys, who are they killing? Right. So I just wanted to say this, too, is that one of the big themes that they wanted to bring out when Emma went down in the elevator to go get back that big Fabergé egg with the true love in it, true love potion thing in it is that your guns couldn't destroy the dragon. It had to be the sword. But now we're seeing that guns can destroy flying monkeys. Well, okay. But again, dragons, flying monkeys, not the same thing. I know, but I mean, it was almost kind of like reptile, they were trying to kind of make a statement like, no, to kill an, you know, an ancient magical creature, you need a, well, you know, a weapon size, from that era. Right. But so. a weapon of that size, mm-hmm. I mean, a dragon of that size. Yeah. A little tiny bullet's not going to do anything. Uh-huh, a sword but, okay. going straight to the heart of the dragon would, of course, do the trick. Okay. So right. that's what I'm saying. But again... 
I went back to, oh my God, did she just kill any of the dwarves? Right, did she right. kill Aurora and Philip, who mm-hmm. got turned into monkeys at the beginning of the show? So, so for the sake of, I don't know, I am just hoping the, the cast, right? I, I will say that they just disappeared and just kind of. Well, that's my point. Went away. Well, here's the other thing. Walsh did kind of a similar thing, and he ended up back in Enchanted Forest. So I'm hoping. This is what I'm really hoping for Eddie and Adam to have done and the writers to have done is that all that does is once you do that, it frees them from their monkey, monkey okay. flying monkey bondage right. and puts them back wherever they were when they got turned into a monkey. Yeah. So if that's the case, then theoretically they are, you know, okay. or they did like Walsh did and disappeared to go back to wherever. And, well, they're okay, and that's and kind of what monkeys. I'm thinking is that. Yeah. They're still monkeys, but they just it made them disappear. I don't know. Halted them in their tracks. I don't know. But I'm hoping that they didn't actually end up killing any of those characters because that would really suck beans. So the pretty powerful thematic thing, and it's from a lot of different points of view in life, is that people really put power in a book or a writing, a, a, a segment of writing. Sure. And so, you know, Emma said, do you trust me? And then she said, you need to believe in me, believe in magic. Mm-hmm. And so she pushed the book forward to him. And when he touched the book, then uh, he... Because he said, I believe got his in you. He agreed back. that I right. believe in you. Right. So it's pretty powerful. you know. And, and again, we have a lot of different folks listening to the podcast, and I think it would mean a lot of different things to different people. Mm-hmm. But I, just, I thought it was really interesting. You have a savior saying, believe in me, or you also have a book that someone puts so much importance right. that you need to believe in magic, which is in this book. So, right. And something happened, and he got his memories back. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, it was really cool how they did that, too. It was very yeah. similar to how she got hers back. Yes. And even how Graham started yep. getting snippets mm-hmm. of his, which was really kind of cool. Yes. And it was nice when Henry recognized both moms uh-huh. and said, I remember. But then that darn Zelina. Yeah, that darn Zelina. When, when Emma was going to try and kiss Henry, to, Henry break to break the curse, he was snatched away. And if... Uh, Initially, I thought it was Zelina, like making herself be Henry. Oh no, no, no! But and then, then I, I was looking, and I, I couldn't, I didn't think she actually kissed him on the forehead, but she was almost. She was there. about ready to. And she so, hadn't. She hadn't. Um, anyway, that darn Zelina. But then Emma, when Zelina started to choke Henry, yep, used her well, magic. Because she pushed Regina, like threw Regina yes, down. Yep. That was like hideous. Regina's had really a bad set of episodes. It, she was thrown around by the uh-huh. ghost Cora. Yeah. Now she's thrown around by Zelina multiple times out on the street. Yep. And it, she's thrown had a bad time, yeah, she's, honestly. She's, so. she's getting a workout for sure. All right. But Emma used her, her magic is white. Yes. Which Zelina's is Zelina's is green, magic. right? Light mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. So she and Glinda could somehow be maybe connected or I don't know. So 
I don't know. That'll be interesting to see how, if there's any kind of connection, if there's a way to figure out, because again, I mean, I I don't think there's much of a connection beyond what Glinda said, which was light magic is born of love. Right. And that's when they realized, oh, Emma is a product of true love. So therefore her light magic, she's the only one who can do it. So she does have light magic, which is why Cora could not take her heart. Yeah. Right. I I also wonder if Emma can make bad choices and turn to dark magic. Very possibly. And very possibly. Change. So So yeah, I I saw you well anyway, I I won't No, say it. You were really tearing up. I was very emotional pretty, for that pretty whole Pretty bad scene. when when David's uh the heart crushing. Oh, dude, that was the most heart-wrenching and, thing. It was it was very sad, but they they had some great lines as well. Is that you know Snow was just he's like you you our baby needs you, and he says uh, our baby will know him through you. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty pretty touching. Yeah, and <clears throat> that was huge sacrifice. He she called him that. charming. Yeah, which was one of the first names she called him. Yeah. Back in Snow Falls. Yeah, it's like Buttercup calling, or, yeah. or Wesley saying to Buttercup, as you wish. Yeah, well, same, ba- same basic name. Thing. And, and he said, don't say goodbye. Yeah. You oh. know, and that's been used a lot, I think, in a lot of great, great yeah. films is yeah. let's not say goodbye, let's say until we meet again or something right. like that. Right. So uh, then, so now we see that Snow actually enacted this dark curse to try and outwit Zelina and her plan. What got me tearing up was when she was saying, I will love you for the rest of my life. And, and she also said, I've loved you since the first time Time I I saw you. Yeah. I saw you. Yes. Love at first sight. Basically it was. And he said, and I will love you until my last, my last. Oh, yep. That just got me yep. because that's one of the most. I know. It, it, it reminded me of um, a line from the movie Phenomenon. Okay. He asked her, "Will you?" Or she, she said, "I will love you for the rest of. I will love you for the rest of my life." Or no, he said, "Will you love me through the rest of my life?" And she said, "No, I'll love you th- for the rest of mine." Mm-hmm. That was like, oh, that yeah. was heart wrenching too. So yeah. anyway. All right, so they <clears throat> my my one thing about these these castles they don't have closed doors they have these open windows people can fly Do in. We miss the whole point of the curse breaking or or getting getting to it. What? What? I uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I can't recall in this in the show if. The whole Emma and Henry and he choking, yes, because then we come back to that later, right? So we're going to talk about it in, in a minute. Yeah. The curse breaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I didn't we didn't miss anything because that no. was very important. No. So when Zelina flew in an open window, oh, yeah. she always flies in the open window. Oh, Why don't they put a door there? A glass something. Man, this is very trusting of wicked witches flying around on brooms because. Well, Really, who besides a wicked witch is? Yeah, but I mean, is going to be able to do that? 
without Regina knowing. You Regina's know I mean? very, very smart and a snappy dresser. She yes, could she really. Is. Oh, dude, that she blue, could really, the blue outfit, the yeah. midnight blue, oh, it was oh, yeah. very, very pretty, very pretty. So anyhow, she flies in there and then kind of drops some, uh, you know, antifreeze stuff in there. So the magical <laughs> Zelina sauce and or something, whatever yeah. she's got in there to, with the forgetting spell. Uh-huh. And so that's how we got to where we were yes. at the beginning of this yes. section of the yeah. season. So the and in the end, we all thought that Emma was going to break the curse. But in the end, it was Regina. Right. Right. When she said, I love you, Henry, and kissed him on the forehead. Yeah. That broke yeah. the curse. Yeah. Yeah. The forgetting Dark Curse reboot 2.0 thing. Right. Right. All right. So then what I was wondering is how how did David survive after the heart crushing? Well, we're almost there. Right. Right. So he, here here's another little sigh moment for me. I didn't know I had to really remember fractions for this show. Yeah. So little did I know way back in the beginning of the episode when Robin said, you can use my heart for the both of us when he was talking to Regina. Right. Now, so then Snow says, here, Regina, yank out my heart, break it in half, put half in his body, half in mine, and we'll be good to go. Right. And Regina said, no, 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 that, that won't, your heart has to be really strong. You know, is but there? Did you not hear what he the conversation between Snow and Charming? Well, I, I know what when they, they said. were debating when they were debating who was get how they were going to make yeah. this happen. Yeah, they were going to make this happen because Charming was willing to sacrifice his own heart. True, and he said, and that's when they were talking about the whole baby's going to need you. I yes, need you, right. and right. he says we have been of one heart for so long. Right? Yeah. Actually, what's interesting about this, I know you're just kind of like not keen on this, but I'm telling you what I actually appreciate about this is, and I bet this was the inspiration for it, is if you go back to, uh, there's old ancient, I can't tell you exactly where specifically, but if you know the Butcher's Wife movie at all, you've seen, oh, great movie, great, great fantasy type movie, sort of. But anyway, um, Jimmy Moore's character talks about being a, looking for her split apart. Okay. So the way her Grammy told her was that back in the beginning of time, everybody walked around two, ha- two people together. Pairs okay. were together. All right. And so they were split apart. So that, and then you had to spend your life looking for your other half. That was the whole point is that basically soulmates it's kind of like soulmates started out as one person and then got split apart and so therefore because you're looking for your other half so it kind of almost makes sense because again i mean husbands frequently say oh my wife my better half okay Uh, fair enough and then i I know it's kind of it it was kind of one of those things you just kind of go wait a second why didn't we do this before but again, there hasn't been a real need to do it before. Well, then my so mind I, goes back to, well, I got a quarter of the heart. I got two thirds. No, I got, you can't well, do it that. Okay. That's too. Right. That's splitting too much. You have well, split in half is okay. All right. Because again, if you have a strong enough. Love, okay, based on that, based on Adam and Eddie, if you're listening, did you go with the butcher's wife thing? 
Just and again, it was, it was, I mean, that was not the butcher's wife no, I know, specific, I know. but, but I, mean, I mean, the that better just, half the, and all the, that. The split no, part. okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm kind of better with it now, but when I first saw it, I went, you have no, got I totally, to be kidding me. I totally me. was okay with it. And I was okay with that because, really? again, yeah, okay. because they were so strongly bonded. The right. true love. Okay. That if you do, and, that, and that's another thing that was said is that either it was true them. love. Even Glenda said, you know, you have two strong hearts, love, right. and all right, right. All right. Plus, not only that, if you think about it, actually, that was one of the things Glenda said. When when she walked through the door and then where's Regina, your companion didn't have a pure enough heart. Her heart is okay. full of revenge. Yes. Even to this point, it was still full of revenge. And at this point, it's full of revenge <clears throat> against her sister, which is not impacting snow but snow has a pure heart and not only does she have one pure heart she has two so the baby yes they're sharing a heart yes. as well so technically snow is still kind of she doesn't have a whole heart she has half they got a quarter she doesn't have a quarter she has a half heart but okay. she's got the baby's strong heart within okay. her as well all right it's like a one and a half hearts it's okay. not even that right. but anyway so but, and by the way, the baby's heart is half hers and half Charming's anyway, which is why it's a very strong heart. I told you fractions. I was never good at this. Um, yeah, I'm all over fractions. Right. I got that. So so Snow was begging Regina to do this. Yes. And she says, I believe. So yep. again, belief. That so. was a very sweet moment, too. When, she, when Regina was like, ironically, this is what's the, so funny about this whole entire thing. Regina, who wanted Snow's heart ripped from yeah, her chest right, right. from the beginning as revenge, that was her big thing. She had the capacity to take it out and crush it herself, which, again, you know, based on all the stuff they've gone through, she doesn't want to do that. But I thought it was really touching and sweet that Regina sat there and was worried about what would happen. No, Snow, I can't, I can't do that because it could kill you both. Regina was very, very understanding and kind tonight. Oh Even my when God, she yes. took out uh, David's heart, oh yeah, she said, "This is going to hurt." I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. This is this going to hurt. hurt, but it will And work. I thought she was very, very kind. She was, so. she was beyond kind. And yeah. that's, you know, we didn't kind of talk about this, and I'll kind of step back a little bit to the beginning when Regina came down to the, um, the, you know, the lobby at Granny's. And she was smiling, grinning from ear to ear yeah, like a Cheshire yeah, cat. Right. That was one of the the greatest moments for me was seeing Regina happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. There's no denying she is so happy. And that's even without her heart. Can you imagine how much happier she's going to be when she has her heart back? So I, I yeah. know we talked about that earlier. But anyway, no, I, I, that just that made my heart happy to see her happy like I'll that. I'll play the music again. We'll no, talk about we're, not do, okay. we're not going to do we're not going to do. We're not doing that. All right. But so, what I, what I want to say was yeah. the fact that when Snow was sitting there on the ground and she's begging her and she literally held on to Regina like. It was almost a half hug. I know she was doing it for, you know, support. But at the same time, it was more, it was a physical support. But I think there was also an emotional support there. I think they have such a bond now that um, the irony is, again, Regina tried to take her heart out. And here she actually ended up doing that very thing. But not for revenge, for out of love and out of, you know, respect and appreciation. And she wanted her to be happy instead of, t- she, right. I mean, she could have literally fulfilled her total revenge right there in that moment. Yes. And she chose not to. And yep. that was just epically awesome. Yes. 
So. All right. So then <clears throat> we see Robin Hood come in as Henry is introduced uh, to Robin Hood, and he says, "At your service." Yes. And as you wish. As you wish, and it was very nice. It was kind of like, you know, meet my son, and and we know people who are dating, you know. You know, single moms and single mm-hmm. dads dating and all, yeah. and meet, meeting the child is a big That's deal. A big deal. And you don't, you just don't do that for. It's not for everybody. lightly. Yeah, it's so. not typically lightly. But what I thought was really interesting, and again, I wanted to kind of come back to that, is that earlier Emma was telling Snow how you know their life was pretty good. When yeah. Regina was asking Henry about it, he goes, "Oh, this was awesome." He goes, "Yeah, no, we had a pretty good life." They both said pretty good. Again, right. there was still that piece I think that was missing yeah. that they both knew somehow something was missing, even though it seemed like it was a really, you know, everything was hunky dory. I think they both somewhere deep down inside realized something was missing and it was this family that they have here in Storybrooke. So, but that was that was the interesting yeah. thing. You know, the whole Regina and Henry having that great conversation, that was it was really sweet. It was it was really really a cool moment. And then I love the whole, the three of them walking out after mm-hmm. the conversation. And Henry's, you know, suitably impressed that his mom's now dating Robin Hood, which, again, is kind of a cool thing. I thought it was really cute. Well, we just started, you know, dating. <laughs> it uh, was just very, very, very cute how Regina was kind of explaining to Henry, you know, what was going on. And uh, it was just, it was very sweet. It was a very sweet moment. But um, the, the three of them walking out was a very, very cute little family moment. Mm-hmm. So now Emma was nowhere around, and we see Neil pull himself out yes. of Rumpel's body right. to get this whole potion thing and the note and call the bird to go take it to Hook. Yes. The, the bird spoke English. Honey, they're enchanted knew, birds. All right. Snow, Snow communicated with the birds? Okay. What, you think she's the only one? I, look, apparently, apparently Bay has the ability. I'm, I'm hey. still kind of hung up on the whole fact that Neil broke apart from his dad. Well, without how you, Emma, how do you think he ended up there in the first place? Okay, but all right. Remember, he absorbed him into himself. So there were two of them in the same body. Remember, we but saw I, that before. I know, but I. And the okay. fact is, is that Neil was, co- that's why he was so crazy in the head, is that it was constantly going, yeah. he was fighting, you know, the two two brains were in there fighting. So the two persons were in the same body fighting against who was going to get to speak. That's why it came out as kind of jumbled and crazy because they were right. both trying to talk. So when, rumple, when, rumple, when, bumple. right, rumple, bumple, which I thought was hilarious. Very crazy and wacky. I wonder if Robert had anything to do with that, or if that was just something he kind of came up with. Because you know, he he probably draws one of great his, inspiration. The names he was called when he was a kid. No, because so, Rumple. You mean Rumple? I don't know. I, I was I saying know. Robert Look. Carlisle, but anyway. So anyway, that was my hesitation on that. No, see, it it made sense. It made perfect sense because again, the, what I didn't like was they accused Hook of lying. Right repeatedly lying because yeah. again when Zelina brought up you didn't you know you didn't you failed he didn't tell her which I was mad at him for not saying something he had every opportunity to say something to her 
about what was supposed to happen and then he finally did which was good but then the fact that you know oh you know lying lying he didn't he never sent us the blah 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 and it's like oh my god or we never sent you the note yeah we never sent it to him he's like well i got it so of course you know in his mind he assumed it was from charming and um snow which it was not it was from neil because again neil knew that he needed to get emma back somehow and that's why and when zelina pointed out to rumple you know what if you want to, you know, lose your memories, by all means, you know, you're welcome to lose them like everybody else. Anyway, I wonder if Rumple will remember that that Neil did that, and and maybe. will corroborate the story at the end. Oh, maybe so that that will vindicate him. I hope so. so. I hope so because I don't like the fact that Emma's now mad at him. I don't like the fact unless this is again one of her famous. Um, thespian moments where she and Regina pretended to, you know, be enemies, and then they plotted to, you know, figure out who Zelina was. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, kind of like when they did the earthquake thing. Kind of, yeah. They were just playing to the crowd. Exactly, you know? exactly. Well, so then I, I think if, it's kind of petty. It's a little petty if, that they if, took him to task for that. I agree. E- even I though agree. he brought her back, yeah, and she had a hand in breaking the curse, but not, again. If they were so. all in on that because Zelina could be watching, which they know right. she is, then that right. then that is a way for him for it to make sense of why he's not kissing Emma. Yeah. Do you do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't explain much. He he, he should have. Here, here's a question I have. I'm just very curious. If in fact he does kiss her, mm-hmm. which we know he wants to, but if he did kiss her and take her magic, what would happen to it? Would he have it? Huh? That's a that's a good question. I mean, it's not like he's wearing like some little shell necklace that could collect her magic, kind of like Little Mermaid, you know, right. from the movie. I don't know. Collector, you know how Ursula collected her voice in the shell? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that. So my thinking is, how in the world would it just then? Would then he become magical? Don't know. That'd be real interesting if he could. Yeah, could be. So because he's the one who keeps telling her magic's party, you need to you need to pursue it. So I don't know, but I I still that whole scene I was like, wait wait wait, you guys are like taking him to task. But then I'm starting to wonder if that was not a like show for Zelina since you know she has eyes everywhere. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I felt really bad for him because you know poor Hook. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. I just want to go hug him. I know. Hold him, stroke his hair, and tell him everything will be okay. I know. He has beautiful hair. I think he. I know. It would. It's probably just soft as rabbit fur. His wife would sock you. Well, you know what? She can come stroke your hair. How about she, that? I don't know who he's married to. I'm I sure don't she's know that very, I want I'm her to. Sh- no, I'm sure she's stroke very lovely. My hair. I'm sure she's a very lovely young lady. Serious. I'm particular about that. I, I know, have very but if few I'm not hairs mistaken, left. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she's really All right. Lovely. So Operation Cobra's back on. I don't know why. Because initially it was to, you know, thwart Regina. I know. And Regina's well, on everyone's good side well, now. Well, actually, I think Operation Cobra was originally the plan for her to believe. Right. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. I mean, Henry told her it was to thwart Regina, but I think the real operation was for her to believe. So now if that's the case, maybe this is, you know, we're back to this. But anyway. All right. So 
I want to remind everyone that we are playing a O-U-A-T alphabet game. You can go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash O-U-A-T-A-B-C-S, all one word, and you can add your letter to our alphabet game. We have a few, but we have room for you. Yay. So once we hit Z, whenever that is, we can start over at A and keep going. So you can pick a once upon a time word (laughs) that starts with that letter. Family friendly, folks. Yes. Keep it family friendly. Keep it. We'll we'll do that. Despite the chicken that's been going on here today. They're making out in the back hallway. What hey, do you want me to say? Hey, hey, hey here's a question for you. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Serious? Uh, go yeah. ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> we'll leave it for another time. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to get those moments again. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so when you go to the show notes for this podcast episode at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 223... There's a little graphic. It says, tweet this. And I'm trying to make it easier for the listeners, you guys, to tweet while you listen. Yeah. So if you click on that graphic, it'll go straight into your Twitter and it'll say, hey, I'm listening to da, 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 the a Curious Thing, First Thoughts. And you just look at it and you go, yeah, that was good to me. Tweet. Blink. And you don't have to type in anything. Nice. So trying to make it easy. I want to send big love out to everybody. As you know, big love that we're talking about is so big that you cannot keep it all. So take what you need and pass it on to someone else. Yep. All right. So that brings us to the end of another First Thoughts. And we didn't catch everything. No. And and so this our First Thoughts, what are yours? So that's what the main show is all about. So send us an email or a Facebook status or <clears throat> a tweet or an email or voicemail yep. or go to the blog and put in a comment. Yep. Thank Gabriel already for making a really cool comments about our bleeding through main show. Nice. So let's keep it going, guys. Again, I want to thank everybody who's new yep. and who's been with us for a long time yep. uh, for listening to us. And let's spread the word and let's get more oncers listening to us. Until next time, this is Jeff Roney and Colleen Roney. And our first dog lady down there sleeping. sleeping. Baby dog. And we will talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye. Bye bye. Do you experience bouts of geekdom? If so, Anomaly may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's convention reports, cosplay topics, and commentary on Star Wars, Doctor Who, Star Trek, and other sci-fi fantasy genres provided a feeling of fullness while promoting optimal geekiness. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. Learn more at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Anomaly. Your prescription for geek entertainment. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. 
On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Well, mates, thank you for joining us for the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This be a Roni's own media production. We want to hear from you. Our website be onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our email be feedback at onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our voicemail line be 657-333-0626. So let us know what you thought of tonight's episode. And keep a ruddy eye for our main show coming in a few days. So tell other oncers that this be the place to be. Until we sail again, big love to you all, and we'll see you later. With me, good eye, of course. Yeah.